The Daily Talk Show, everyone, episode 56. Boom. I it's like when? It's Tuesday. It's a good number, 56. Yeah, it is nice. Mate, it's a good day. I've had a good day. Some days you just nail, some days you just fucking feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a bit of this, a bit of that. What do you What do you think is the equation for a good day? Oh, I feel like today could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's my mind... I don't know, I felt like a... Oh, hard conversations. Yeah. And you got the edit done, like the edit you've been working on done. Yeah, I I've think. got so much work going on. It's mm-hmm. great. And I could fall in a heap mm-hmm. when you do have a lot of work because that's potentially the byproduct of stress, right? Yeah. Uh, stress is the byproduct of being super busy and then the result of stress can be you fall into a heap of shit. Well, yeah, I think it's a... Uh, for me, I work better with more going on. Like mm. I have this tipping point where it's not good. Mm. But I think when you're sort of at capacity where you have to stop fucking analysing shit and just doing things. Mm. Whereas if you've got one project on, you've got a bit of time, you'd be like, actually, you know what? I can push that mm. or whatever. But this this sense that if I don't do it now, I might not be able to do it later. Yeah. I think as a business owner, it's like you do. You should have a lot to do because mm-hmm. that's the responsibility of owning the business in terms of growing it. There's always things you're going to be doing. It's not like you're working in a cafe. There's no one walking in. There's no coffees to clean up. Yeah. It's like, no, you've got to make coffees for a potential person. Fuck, I've started doing metaphors. Your uh, your mic was a bit quiet, so I've just turned you up. I have caught the bug, the metaphor the bug. The metaphor bug. It's like having a bu- <laughs> It's like a bee <laughs> and you're the flower. And and so to elaborate. No, that's that's about so it. I wanted to talk Fuck, to that's you. how much better. Guys, if if Tommy was a bit quiet in the first thirty seconds, sorry about that. Yeah. I yeah. Hard conversations, having them. You hear the advice, oh, have the hard conversation. Mm-hmm. Me mate Craig Harper, have the hard conversation first. Do a harps impersonation. You just gotta fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's all I got. Um But it's so true. And a hard conversation doesn't mean breaking up with somebody that's not the severity of hard that's would be a hard conversation but a hard conversation can just be one you're feeling a bit awkward about sometimes a hard conversation is not breaking up and going like okay what's the uh, uh you know you're, you're working with someone or things like that it's like actually we if we're going to continue and working together we need to get this sorted mm. i think I, i've been experiencing some hard conversations in terms of stretching outside my comfort zone because it's nice and you know not to fucking serious thinking you're talking sorry about that far out go on that was on my watch everyone fuck me that scared the shit out of me yeah um so where was i just yeah this is how i feel with my apple watch every day you look so distracted first it was the levels now you're bloody siri no no, i'm all good you're a robot now if I, i was a robot i wouldn't get distracted true um when was the last time you had a hard conversation? Uh, all the time. I think I do. I think uh, probably uh, the hardest conversation would have been that three weeks ago or whatever when I sort of essentially broke up with a client where I just said, look. Hard conversation? Yeah, I said, ah, like it's not, uh, this isn't where I want to go with my business, mm. working with companies that are similar to you, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Interesting, interesting conversation. But that was a hard conversation. What I've realized 
uh, and what we've, we've spoken about is I normally have to be backed into a corner and be pushed to have that hard conversation. Yeah. And I think that there is a disadvantage to that. Mm. I think that pushing through and having hard conversations way earlier mm. makes sense. So creating... So for instance, a client wanted to uh, drop off some footage to me today and I just had to communicate with her, hey, this is the time that I'm available. And she was sort of pushing out and saying, oh, it's going to be this time, this time. And what it meant is that uh, I had to communicate and have a hard conversation and say, look, just so you know, when you when you drop it off, I'm just going to have to take it and sort of run because I've got mm-hmm. other things to do. Whereas I think what I've done previously is whichever squeaky wheel, whatever's happening, whatever person I'm looking at face-to-face, I will prioritize that mm. rather than prioritizing initially this is my time and then... You know. It's so weird because it's all external. It's making... You don't want to put other people out. Mm. So like what you're mentioning there is like the benefit of those hard conversations was you mm-hmm. and not having them is almost... The benefits on the other person, yeah, because they're either getting away with something or they're just plodding along to what they thought. It Nothing- seems it seems selfish to uh, to have the hard conversation, but I think that it's the uh, it goes back to what I've said a few times in the last few episodes. Can't remember where I heard it. From, uh, it was in Essentialism that book. Uh, don't uh, what is it? Don't take away other people's problems. Don't yeah. steal other people's problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Something around don't. St- don't t- steal other people's problems. Yeah, like don't don't steal from them their problems in the sense of, yeah, and that's a, a good example is if someone's running late and, you know, that's a problem that they've created or that that's their problem. And if I suddenly say, you know what, I'm going to change all of these things now to make it work, that then becomes my problem. So I feel good, I think, today from a couple of... What were the hard conversations? Hard conversations... I don't really want to get into them. nothing serious themes. Oh, work related, you uh-huh. know, office related. Yeah, needing to sort of make some changes, wanting to sort of share those with somebody, so it's news to somebody, mm-hmm. or it's forming a new direction with somebody I'm working with. And so I even found those they're not big, and that's why I don't want to bother getting into them. But on the scale of big, they're very small. Yeah. But on the scale of my norm, they're not. Yeah. Uh, they're they're outside of my norm so but you definitely feel good i was thinking it's like you know the video i made about rejection therapy mm-hmm. a friend of mine it's not an original concept but jules lund was i made this video where he's telling me this this concept of rejection therapy go out and actually find rejection so that you build up your muscle mm-hmm. to not feel as bad when you are rejected and so in the video i'm going around asking i can't remember asking people random stuff can I have a free coffee? Um, can I have a lift? Yeah. Can I use your phone to call somebody? And a lot of these people are saying no, and I know that they're going to probably say no, but it's still a bit fucking confronting. There's the the common one that made the rounds in uh, Silicon Valley was um, asking for a percent off at your cafe. Mm. So have you? Did you do that one at all? I asked no? for free coffee. Yeah, no. So I took it the full, yeah, full hole. The, the Silicon Valley way is like, hey, would I be able to get ten percent off? That's cool. I heard a guy, you know, James Altucher. Yeah, does weird, he do? Weird, he got the weird dude hat? who he 
he's from New York. He's got a podcast, uh, yeah. the James Altucher Show. No, actually, I don't know. Uh, interesting guy. I, re- I quite like him. Got on, got, got onto him years ago through Tim Ferriss or something like that. Mm-hmm. One of his things is sit in the wrong seat, and you and know the it's the wrong movies. seat on a fucking aeroplane. Okay. So you can imagine the anxiety. You would hate that. Yeah, well, just don't be a dumb cunt. (laughs) (laughs) The point is get uncomfortable. And that's what rejection therapy made me feel and I documented it. And um, I thought around the game of like the hard conversations. I would be so, just going back to the, I would be like sweating bullets. Like (laughs) not only is this guy in my seat, but he's fucking sweating heaps. (laughs) (laughs) But if you treat hard conversations like a game and so it's like you build up a quota and not having a conversation for the sake of it. Josh, you got to fucking talk to you about your t-shirts. Get fucked. No, there's definitely, yeah, I think there is something in like feel, uh, an equivalent would be a very shit equivalent, cold showers going toward yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start this cold shower thing again because I was getting a bit achy and it really sort of helps with inflammation. And I just went towards it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like fucking, I know, you know, the bits where you know where it's a bit like, oh, you know, when it fucking hits my chest, it's going to yeah. feel really cold or things like that. Yeah. Just going towards it and going, where is the, where, where's the most resistance right now mm. in my body? Where am I trying to pull away from, from the shower? I'm going to fucking put that part in. It's, it's mental toughness because I'm sure yeah. that the person who is somewhere where you want to be, whether that's, anything any career or professional endeavor is yeah. probably the person having more hard conversations or has been through a lot of them how do you um you know you're talking about having a good day in the equation of a good day like what is a um let's just talk about that a little bit more i, I want to understand it so it's did you know at what point did you know it was a good day to be honest if i had been surfing this morning and doing fuck all and hanging out with my family, it'd be a better day. But on the scale of working, it feels like a good day. And I still feel like it's, I could, I feel, I think what, the reason I brought it up is because I f- still feel like it's on the verge of a shit day, but I'm choosing it to be a good day based on, you know, getting a bunch of stuff done, ticking a bunch of boxes of work I need. I'm in a space where I have stuff going on that necessarily, it, it fills up my day so I'm busy and I'm doing things that I like enough that it could fall apart but my mindset is feeling like, no, I've got this, you know, I'm choosing this to be a good day. And I'm not saying it's a good day because I fucking positive affirmation just saying it. I genuinely feel inside like I think you could relate for you is like you're busy and you're feeling like stuff's moving Mm -hmm. and you're feeling like you're taking stuff in a good direction. But I could, and my the reality is, it could be shit tomorrow. Yeah. And shit meaning I could feel like I don't have my shit together. Well, I think like the paradox that I find interesting is that I will, if if for instance, like uh, going away or something, like doing something like where I'm just meant to be relaxing. Mm. Normally, before every time I go away, I have like a slight fucking amount of anxiety. Yeah. Like. A bit of like I'm a bit of painful to be around for probably it's normally the morning of happens on Sundays I don't know why but like on Sundays if I've got like if I'm not doing work or if I've got nothing 
productive that I feel planned. I um, I think I start thinking about all the things that I need to be doing in yeah. regards to like, okay, I need to rebuild this part of my website or I want to, like I go into, or I want to learn this thing. Mm. I struggle with mm. the um, having a free day. Maybe that's the plan thing. Like we've been talking about recently, having having a strategy takes away the worry that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So when you have a plan or a fucking goal or a strategy to do something, it means that you can fall back on that. And we're even because there's no doubt that you will feel anxiety or some kind of stress at some point. Yeah. But you can then go, no, I've got that. This is the day that I'm meant to fucking have off. And everything, all the ducks are in yeah. line, if well, you want to call it that. It's being defined. It's it's being deliberate, and yeah. being having a really defined thing. So I days that I really love is when I um go for a walk or like do like a long like a hike, like mm. say doing four hours or five hours of walking. I feel like it's it's been a good reset. But the other thing I notice is I just if I have the the older I get, the more I realize that when I eat poorly, I feel like shit. Oh, don't you? Yeah. I, 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 I can't work saying. out. I can't work out though whether it's the food that I'm consuming or whether it's the mindset. So, I think it could be a bit of both. But it's that thing of – it's probably what people feel when they have a big drinking session or if they take drugs or whatever. It's the day after – self-loathing being like i'm not being the best person that i can be i think there's a bit of both taking drugs you literally like if you take ecstasy yeah your serotonin which is, the is thing it that serotonin regular, yeah serotonin is what um M, oh, uh, the happy the drug yeah. releases ke- the chemical re- reaction is to your body to re- to produce and release it and mm-hmm. so you actually drain that and so you literally feel like a fucking piece of shit yeah there would probably be... I mean, you could be coming down from a sugar high or something like that. But I think it's also the mindset. It's triggering a mindset. But I feel like my body doesn't function. Yeah. I've been eating pretty shit food. What are your defaults? What do you think you... Th- I'll give you two examples of things that I think. Uh, straight away, two things that I do is I'm like, I've got nothing to wear. No fucking clothes to wear. Like, I'm like, shit feels tired. I'm not comfortable. I'm not fucking buying... Like... Uh, or just like I don't it's not even um these are signs it's psychological but it's psychological too because it's like a tight t-shirt can feel good when you're feeling lean right yes but a tight t-shirt when you're feeling a bit fucking pudgy yeah doesn't feel good but the funny thing is it's like a you know when you fucking do that little pull on your t-shirt mm-hmm. like I just don't feel fucking good in this so that's one thing is I feel like even though the interesting fact of it is, and this is where anchoring and stuff, I guess, comes from. So the idea that we've sort of, you know, you can anchor, uh, if you think about anchoring from a pricing point of view, mm. it's like if I tell you something's costs a hundred dollars, mm. then you might say, "Oh, I want to pay ninety for it." Or if it's a hundred and five dollars at the store, you wouldn't necessarily blink. But if it's seven hundred dollars, you're like your anchor point was set at a hundred. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anchoring. The reason I say this is because I've noticed it with my weight. So I am lighter than what I was 12 months ago. Mm. I, I'm losing weight every single year for the last sort of seven years or whatever. Interestingly, though, 
the point in which I start feeling like sluggish and overweight is reducing. So when I used to feel mm. like when I was above 90, I felt like I've gone too far. Now it's like 85. Like if I go over 85, I'm starting to feel it. Mm. When the reality was like, say I'm sitting at maybe fucking 87 at the moment, this time last year, I would have been sitting at 88, but then could go to like 89, mm. 90. Um, so one of them's the feeling of your clothes. What's another one? You uh, said so those two. Uh, are buying stuff. I feel like I, I think, fuck, I need, uh, I need new runners or I need uh, sh- exercise shorts. I, so, so I go a little bit e-commerce. I think that there's a bit which is the, um, it's the psychological. <laughs> I go a bit e-commerce. I go a bit e-commerce. I've bought like, uh, in this stage, I've bought a garment. <laughs> Do you reckon anyone's ever said that sentence? Fucking I go a bit e-commerce. I honestly don't think there'd be many people Fucking on this earth. earth. That have used I that reckon phrase. someone has probably. I have thought about this actually. You know, you say something and you think, "I wonder when." I wonder if someone around the world right now has said the same thing. Is that yeah, fucking yeah, blows yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. a little bit? Anyway, so that's the thing. I've bought a Garmin watch before, so it's it's probably the classic case of retail therapy. So this these are tri- these are triggers or signs that what these these are signs that I'm having some anxiety around probably weight. Okay. So, do you? What do you? What are your? Mate, um, I I was not, usually most years I do like a challenge with some friends, and when I'm at the eight week mark of not drinking and fucking lowering my carb intake, uh, my I know the feeling when you say your stomach. Yeah. It's like I literally feel slimmer in my gut that makes me feel mentally like, oh, fuck, this feels great. Like, I've talked about on this, like the feeling of being fit yeah. is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing that I uh, have been doing, which I don't know if it's a good strategy or not, I think it is. Purging. Thinking about, exactly. No, thinking about when you eat the food, think about it inside you. Mm. Yeah, think about like it's about actually, downing a Big Mac. Yeah, just saying, just say like, imagine that's that going fuck. through your... You know, down your esophagus, all that sort of thing. It's amazing how we talk about this and we know this and we don't fucking do it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I can't believe I saw um fucking Whipper is doing the twenty eight Sam Wood twenty eight thing. He's Looking, a famous radio personality. Whipper is, and him. Sam Wood is ex reality show host yeah. PT. He actually has a PT studio where Craig Harper had his very first at Woodshed. Is it well, where, yeah, where that is was Harper's. Oh, interesting. It's where I did my first experience, per, personal training did, experience. Did they do a big fit out and shit with it, or was it, it was already huge? And then they just rejigged it. Yeah. The um, but I saw Whipper was looking lean and shit, mm. and but it just got me thinking. All of this shit's the same. Like it really is just all the same. It's like, fuck, what an interesting model that we're in. Which where it's like. I'll tell you what to eat and then you give me money. It's like, it's weird. It's so fucking dumb because like literally have like, uh, some chicken, some, some like lean chicken, have some broccoli, have like, it it would be so fucking easy to like, if, if there was no emotion, if you took emotion out of it and someone just said, Hey, this is what you can eat. And you had to do everything. I said, of course, is the main thinking of when I was a PT is like, these assholes just fucking listen to me. Yeah, but it, and that's the mindset of a young personal trainer that doesn't understand the psychology to do with 
psychology and I still don't and most PTs don't. But yeah, there's so much more to it, which is, I think it extends beyond that. And you know when you're in a good space, you're probably eating quite well and you know, you're making good choices. It so, only takes me a day. And this is like the amazing, this why and you ripped. Exactly. This why it shows how much of its mindset and stuff. If I have one day of good eating, I feel way better mm. in every regard. Mm. Um, and so that's, uh, it's a weird fucking thing when we, uh, but I feel like for me, and this is um, the unhealthy part of it, is it's like I need to go pretty bad to then shock myself into like, I'm not doing that for a while, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> like uh, Easter, I didn't go fucking crazy. Like I literally- 6,000 ca- 6, calories was yesterday. Well, 6,000 when I guessed. I but, didn't go that bad. No, what the fuck's But bad? the thing was, the thing is, it wasn't even like, it was just like random. It was just like, what can I eat? What's what's in the fucking? It wasn't even like an enjoyable. Like it was very interesting. It wasn't. It wasn't like we had really delicious stuff. It's like, oh, this is the best fucking. Yeah. This is my favorite meal, so I'm gonna have it. It's like the shit Easter eggs that are left over, and just like, oh, what flavor? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, oh, yeah, just the yeah. green and yellow fucking lollies are left. Give them to fucking give them to me. Yeah. Give them to me. Yeah. Um. I responded to a guy today. We'll just finish that one up. Move away from. Yeah. Um. You do a good job of talking healthy stuff without getting your normal. No, I think we, they were on the same. I really wanted to get into you about um, your weight in in terms of like your view on the amount. Because if you start dropping under eighty six kilos, you're gonna look like a crack addict. No way. Um, I mean, eighty five is because- low. Like you should be ninety kilos. I think a solid like a healthy frame. If you were moving a bit. Like you don't, you, you, you're six foot fucking three almost. Like to be a, even if you were kind of a bit skinny, 85 is good. Yeah. So don't, don't worry too much about that. You're looking good, mate. I love you. Thank um, you. I know, and I'm wearing horizontal stripes. So it means a, a lot. Is it? You know, horizontal stripes make you look fatter. Fuck. I got Queer two new t-shirts straight, with horizontal stripes. Really? No, you're, you're fine though. I'm all right. Okay. Um, See, I got a bit fucking anxious. Can I just quickly tell you about, uh, I'm going viral on YouTube at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this could bring it up four more views. Yeah, it's... Uh, no, so it's, Yeah, what's that done to you? Because you seem like you have these shifts and it's and it's very results driven on the other end. So if you don't get affirmation, if you don't get fucking... Uh, what's the word? Reward from on the other side. You're, not, you're a bit disheartened. But as soon as you get a bit of reward... Yeah, well, this is the Fuck. thing. So, like YouTube, I haven't done a video in two months, and I still need to get my 110 videos this year. <laughs> Mate, you haven't even done a video about our show. No, because I let you do that one. It was yeah, great. but I we'll definitely you could, do one. I'd like you to do one, uh, nice. but we'll do, I'll do ones on podcasting in general. But um, the the, uh, the my video that I did, which was called "Tidy Up Your Digital Life," mm. I. Remember, I told you at the time, I'm like, I'm doing this for the algorithm. I said, I'm going to call it digital. I'm going to call it tidy up your digital life and I'm going to put digital minimalism in it. I'm going to tag it up. I'm going to do it all. Sure enough, um, someone, a YouTuber did a uh, digital minimalism uh, video over the weekend, posted it. And my video has been sort of the recommended video after it. Yeah, Yeah. So it's had like over 80 likes the video's had over 80 likes. It's got over 2,500 download uh, watches. So I think views. So I reckon 
It's going to hit 10,000 views by the end of the week. Yeah, but so what does that mean for you? What's so, it doing to Well, internally? I'm a YouTuber now. No, it means... Uh, sorry for burping. What it does mean is I... Um, what it means is that the things that we're doing... So, the one sort of perception I had on YouTube was... Uh, you'll know within a short period of time the success of a video. And I've had two cases. My Goodbye Philippines film Mm. had 50,000 views in November. It currently has 130,000 views. So it got picked up in the algorithm and fucking got heaps of people watching it. Similarly with this, this only had 300 views a week ago. And now it's got two and a half thousand and it's going to hit 10,000 by the end of the week, I think. So, what it's telling me is it's like, I am um, I don't think I need to do, I definitely don't need to do two, three videos a week. But if I just focused on when I have a good, when I have solid ideas, because I feel like I do have a lot of them, without the f- core focus being algorithmic sort of goals because I think that what happens is a lot of these YouTubers are purely playing the algorithm and they put out sort of half-assed videos. So, for Mm. me, it's about elevating each one. So, where I stand at the moment is... You're coming out of retirement. I'm coming out of retirement for YouTube. I'm back, guys. And... uh, No, but the other thing too is, you know, I get obsessed with search engine optimization, SEO and stuff. I'm doing a big uh, push on... um, Josh Jansen and just cleaning up my online presence. So I'm going to uh, just, uh, there's a Derek Sivers who I filmed an interview um, in Auckland mm. with the minimalists and Derek Sivers. Derek Sivers created CD Baby. Still don't know what it is, but anyway. Fucking, you've said it about cool 40 dude. times. Cool dude. Anyway, Trust you. he's got a um, section on his website called forward slash now. DerekSivers.com forward slash now. He's got a website called now, now, now. I think it is three nows.com. And what it is, is uh, that now, now, now site is a directory of everyone's now pages. So you can submit your now page. And what it is, is it's a description on what you're doing now, what your focus is, what your purpose is. So for instance, you have your about page, which is sort of a bit of a biography. But the thing for me, it would be like, Right now, I'm working on the Daily Talk Show. Mm. I'm, uh, uh, you know, building my business, Full Stack Films. And I'm currently planning this three-month trip to Europe, all that yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. you put it in that now section. I like that. Anyway, so I am um, I haven't updated my Josh Jansen side in ages. Nor have I. Can we have like a day, a Sunday yeah. or something where we're just like, it's committing to that? Yeah. Because f- I'm fucked. Well, I helped till my mate. Uh, who's a listener of the the show? Do it when he was s- starting off, going from being a soundo, so doing sound for broadcast, to sort of being in sort of film, doing corporate videos. I helped him. So if you type in Till Spilhoff into Google, it's all his video type stuff. So it sort of creates the expectation. So if a client Google's him, they're going to see, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a filmmaker. This is what you're just saying, nudes like me. Exactly. Anyway, I've, I mean, I've got not a bad digital presence um let's just finish off um got an email from a bloke michael hi tommy just wondering if uh, as a business person in the media coaching institute space you'd be interested in finding out how to re- leverage websites for success blah 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 fucking didn't even read the rest moved on 
Get an email back from oh, yeah. I know Michael the next day. Hi, just confirming you received my last email and whether you're free for a quick chat. Look forward to hearing from you. He's got a number. He's in Australia. Um, his business is called digitalthing.com.au. On the fucking email, it had a unsubscribe button. I thought to me, fuck me, I haven't subscribed to any of his bullshit. Yeah. I wrote back to him today. Not sure how you got my email, but I certainly didn't subscribe. Understand you were just hustling, but in my eyes, this cold call style is a bit gross. Yeah. What I am curious about is if this ac- approach actually works, question mark. Thanks, mate. Well, do you write back? Not yet, but I'm curious to know because I get a few of those. Yeah, well, they're literally putting you in a sales funnel. So the annoying thing is that they have – a similar thing happened to me with a, a Brisbane business that offers like fucking – uh, digital advertising and stuff for businesses mm. and can help with organic search results and uh, I decided to have a conversation with them uh, so they you called engaged. they called they called my uh, office line I answered and um, I just spoke to him for a bit so he sent me this email anyway I uh, I opened what what happened oh yeah so he uh I told him, hey, I'm not available at the moment. Call me in a few weeks. So he sends me an email being like, hi, Josh. Thanks for the chat. You know, as you said, I'll call you on this date, basically. Anyway, uh, that date hadn't come. It was still a week away. And I opened up his email because I was going through archiving, like cleaning up my inbox. Mm. And uh, he tried calling me. Straight after it, Mixmax. Yeah, so he's using and like Mixmax is what I used to use, but all of the there's a bunch of these services, and this is what this guy is doing too. So he saw that you opened the email, and then it would have triggered that if you open your the email and don't respond within a certain amount of hours, he will then send another email. Yeah. And so I've had cases where I've gotten four fucking emails from people without even responding to them. And they'll just sort of, mm. and you'd end up through this whole fucking funnel. When when I have a robot and you have a fucking robot, your robot can talk to my fucking robot, but I'm not a robot, so fuck off. It's literally like the Homer Simpson episode where he gets the answering machine. You know, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the auto dial is fucking, is literally what this fucking guy's doing. Curious to know though if it works. I'm sure it does. It's, like, like, well, it's, a, it's economies of scale. So yeah. it's this idea that, okay, um, one in a hundred people mm. will do it. So what they're doing, they're probably scraping stuff. So they're scraping, you know, directories and shit. It's actually, pulling. I don't think it's legal to put someone into a subscription without them no. actually signing it. That, I think that's what's happened. Or you just put it there as, I did think when I clicked onto the unsubscribe because I was like, what the fuck's that? Took me to a page and then I was like, look at the domain. I was trying to work out. It wasn't re- It just had this big unsubscribe button. So I actually thought maybe that's a tactic as well to see who clicks through to the unsubscribe yeah. and then who does or doesn't do it. Because I didn't do it because I didn't know if I'd actually subscribed and I thought, seems a bit dodgy. Anyway, yeah. I'll keep you updated on um, what Michael has to say for himself. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go pick up Bodie, my son. Yeah, I've got to start walking. I'm meeting Bree. We're going to have grilled for dinner. We're going to do the bunless, bunless in the nice. salad thing. Did we? Have we I had done bunless that with you? burgers. No, the other we night. didn't. They were nice. No, no, no you sorry. You and I did the low carb, low carb but Bree had the bunless and it looked fucking good. So we're going to do yeah. that, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We had a bunch of listeners yesterday, which was good. Bit of an, yeah. an uptake in. Could listeners. it be your digital minimalism? People seeing 
Fuck, Actually, you should have seen him. He was like a puppy dog that thought saw potential treats yeah, come out of a bag. This is great. No, uh, <laughs> but we didn't, uh, from all the fucking extra listeners, uh, no new reviews. If you've listened, we know that there's lots of you who are listening to every single episode. So mm. if you've listened to more than 10 and you don't think we're a pain in the ass. You know who you are from Japan. Yeah, exactly. Japan. Japan. <laughs> Can you not say it? Like, I'm so sorry, Japan. Uh if you are enjoying what we're doing, please subscribe and actually fuck off the subscribe. You're already subscri- subscribed. Just um, leave a review yeah. through the podcast app or on uh, on iTunes. And I know Michelle, you've said you haven't, um, you don't use fucking iTunes and Apple, so we'll we'll let you off the hook. <laughs> Everyone, it's the Daily Talk Show. Thanks Bye. for listening.